difficult to say goodbye after only one life and rain will fall down replenishing all of our broken dreams and this burning tree all right, good morning. It is Monday, August 31st, and it's the Orioles made some moves yesterday. As today is the trade deadline at 4 p.m. today, Orioles got started yesterday, but they are clearly not done, at least not planning to be done, and plan to make some moves today as well. As uh, Michael I says, he's actively working to continue to make some moves. Um, but it is time to say goodbye to the Orioles season because the Orioles haven't won a game in a week. Last Sunday was the last win against Boston. So as we got semi-swept in Tampa Bay and then swept in Toronto, and there's multiple storylines out of Toronto because Ryan Mountcastle, as we look to the future, got two home runs on Sunday, which is great. He must be really comfortable playing in those minor league stadiums like the Blue Jays are playing in this year. And that's exciting, and that's an exciting part of the future. And that's what we've got now as a Oriole fan, is we got to look at individual stats, we got to look at the future, and look at it at one player instead of the overall storyline. And that also brings issues up as if we're going to look at one player and individual stats, we got to talk about Cole Sulcer, who we picked up this year as our closer. We put him in 12 games. He's pitched in 12 games so far this year with an ERA of 4.70 over 15 innings, 14 strikeouts. That's all good. But he's got four losses. Four losses for your closer is a big deal. Because that means there were four games that he was put in the game in the ninth inning, ready to lock out and close out the game. And he blew it four times. And the Orioles, I know the Orioles are bad. I know the Orioles have lost five straight. I know the Orioles have a run differential now of minus 19. But when you only have 14 wins, four more wins is a big deal. It jumps, it would jump them up into third place and put them with this better record than the Blue Jays if Saucer would have just been able to do his job. So Saucer is a huge negative or positive if you're looking at the fact that we're going downhill fast and going into that, uh, going for that better draft pick. So two trades yesterday morning started with Tommy Malone being sent to the Braves for two players to be named later. Um, great move by Michael Elias. Remember we signed Tommy Malone this off season to a minor league contract with a spring training invite. And we just flipped him for two players. Now, it's not going to be anything exciting, but it's 
nothing. We bought Tommy Malone for nothing and got rid of him. So that's a great trade for Tommy Malone. Then later in the afternoon, we traded Mikel Gibbons uh, to the Rockies for the corner infielders Tyler Nevin and middle infielder Tareen Valvra. I believe I'm saying that right. I'm just glad that I don't have to get uh, Michael or Mikel Gibbons' name confused anymore. One more night on 336 as we talk about it, and I'll get it correct there, and then we can move on. And that, anyway, Gibbons to the Rockies for two guys who are ranked like ninth and 12th or something like that, depending on what website you look on in their own farm system, is pretty good. And I'll take that for a guy who wasn't going to be an Oriole next year and was a free agent coming up. So that's great. It shows you that other people also saw what we saw, that Givens was uh, having a great season, and that's definitely helped. All right, so today's the trade deadline continues um, until 4 p.m. today is the end of the trade deadline. And this is where it gets interesting is can the Orioles flip anyone else? They got guys that they, I mean, let's be honest, the entire roster is up for grabs. But who would be attractive to another team? If, If you just need a bat, Alberto. It's interesting. Nunez, Ruiz, interesting. I guess not Ruiz. He's been really struggling, but I would say Nunez, um, Severino, Alberto. Those guys are all interesting if you're looking for a bat. Um, even Iglesias, he, I know he just got back from injury or semi-back, so it might be too early to flip him, but those are guys that are interesting. Um, when you look at the bullpen, a guy like Paul Fry is having a great year. And it seems like arms are always something people want during the uh, trade deadline. And especially this year where there's so many uh, teams that are still in it. So Orioles are trying to sneak one more game in today before the trade deadline. Or actually the tread deadline will cross in the middle of this game. So watch for maybe some hugs or something in the dugout if news breaks. As the Orioles finish out with the Blue Jays at a 2.07 start today. And here's why you need to watch. Because like I said, the Orioles, all Oriole games now is about the future and individual performances. And today, Keegan Aiken gets his first start. We were just talking, like last week, about Keegan Aiken. And is he a bullpen guy? It does. Will Hyde ever use him as a starter? Because Hyde kind of had some comments where he didn't seem impressed with Hyde. But guess what? When you trade starters away, people get opportunities. So look for opportunities now. We got to see Hunter Harvey pitch yesterday because there was an opportunity. Because Gibbons wasn't available. Today you'll see Aikens because Malone is gone. Aiken because Malone is gone. Uh, now Aiken did not do great in his pitching performance when he came in out of the bullpen. He had an eight, some ERA. So hopefully he can do better starting. But again, the more the Orioles can trade today, the more opportunities it opens up for to see guys from the future. 
So let's see. Maybe the Orioles can get win number 15 today. Maybe they'll go the rest of the season without win number 15. Who knows? I do have some voice messages I want to catch up on uh, that I'm a little behind. And remember, if you download the Anchor app, you can send in voice messages to 336 Daily using the Anchor app. Uh, or you can just record something and send it to me over on Twitter. And uh, let's get first to uh, a 336er of the week a couple weeks ago. Taylor and his thoughts uh, after last week when I was kind of sharing my love of Camden Yards and how that's something I really miss this year. Hey, Josh, it's Taylor Sink calling into 336 Daily. I've been listening to Section 336 for almost two years now. I appreciate your guys' hard work and all the content you dish out every week. But I wanted to call in about your comment today on your daily podcast about Camden Yards, about how much you miss it, because I'm on the same board. I I miss Camden Yards more than anything in the world right now. It's it's probably my favorite place on earth. Um, I'm from the South, actually, so I only get to go up there maybe once a year. But it's the trip I look forward to every single year. If the Orioles win or lose, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things because Camden Yards is, is, is the place to be. Boog's Barbecue, Utah Street, you know, Flag Court, the statues, all that stuff, it's, it doesn't get any better, and, and, and I miss it a lot. How I'm getting, how I'm getting through it, how I'm, how I'm coping, um, well, my phone background is Camden Yards, so I get to look at that every single day, so that helps. And also listening to your guys' podcast is also a huge help as well, just, just to have some Orioles content out there. Um, but Orioles are playing well. Let's keep the season going. Let's make those playoffs. Go O's. Let's do it. All right, and obviously I think there's many of us in that situation that still have our phone backgrounds as Oriole-related or Camden Yards or what uh, something to kind of get us through this baseball season since the Orioles, uh, they're doing their best, 14 wins. That's better than many predicted. Remember the whole prediction that the Orioles might not win 10 games? We passed that one. We got 14. Uh so let's hope the Orioles can make another trade or two today and we will be following up and talking about that tomorrow. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's now the home for Session 336, 336 Daily, and Film Study with Ken McCusick. Because it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Everything you want in one place. You can record and edit on the website or the app. If you don't know what you're doing with audio, no problem. And they take care of the distribution. They get you onto iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Spotify, all that stuff. And again, they'll help you monetize it with little ads like this. So go ahead and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Birdland Sports. For fans, by fans. Find more great shows like this at birdlandsports.com.